Hey, this is Tim. Can't get to the phone right now. Please leave me a message, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks. Hi, Tim. My name is Bill Peterman from USADA. I'm currently at your home in Beverly, Mass. Uh, I'll be waiting here for one hour. Otherwise, it's a missed test. Jeff Weaver. Jeff Weaver, how's it going, brother? All right, how about yourself? It's none of your business, Jeff. None of your business. What can I do you for? You got a question? You got a comment? I got a question. Hit I me. I want to be a better sprinter. How do I get bigger balls? You think you need balls for the sprinting? I, I know that's what I'm lacking. You're hitting the brakes a lot. Well, let, let me ask you another question. What category are you racing in? I'm a cat three. Yeah, that's a pretty, you're probably pretty right to grab the brakes then. <laughs> um, hmm. 
let me say this, Jeff. I think you, uh, the stronger you get, the more, uh, you know, like the, the lower uh, your heart rate you are, the more in control you are, and the, the sense of being able to get yourself out of trouble is really high. You know, everybody wants to know why Peter Sagan is incredible at uh, moving up through the group, and he always seems to be in the right place. That's because he's the strongest. Yes, he's a very tactile and agile on the bike, but he's also the strongest. So I'd say that, brother, get get stronger. Everything moves a little slower. You know, like if you're on the local group ride, you're always in the right spot at the right time because you're the strongest. Yeah. So it's just, I think I think it's a little bit of that. Don't don't risk too much, man. I don't, I don't need you getting hurt or anything. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you. All right, cheers. Hello, who's this? Uh, this is Jack. Jack, how's it going, brother? How how can I do you? F- what what can I do you for? How about that? Uh, that's an iconic photo of you on the uh, stand on the top of that hill. Whereabouts in Europe is, did that take place? And you probably already addressed that before, but that's such a cool photo. That, my friend, is a photo that's taken right here in the good United States of America, San Francisco. Are you serious? Because it looks like it has the red tiled roofs. I was just overriding in Italy, and some of those streetscapes look exactly like that. That is so cool, man. I think in some of them you can uh, see Alcatraz. I'm not. Maybe with my revisionist, self-loving history, I have now actually put that in my brain. But I, uh, I don't know. Jones in America, no tricks at the wheel. No one needs anyone, they don't even just pretend. Jones in America, I'm afraid of Americans, I'm afraid of the world.
How's it going, man? Good. How you doing, Creed? Yeah, good. What can I do for you? Yeah. Wanted to know what's something you regret doing as a writer now that you're a director. Oh, that's a good one, man. Um, Thanks. I have received a lot of emails that from writers asking for things, and it kind of like blows my mind. Like, why would you think you could ask for this? And then I realize that. While I can't pinpoint the moment, I feel like I may have written that email too. Yeah, what's the craziest thing you've been asked for so far? Uh, hmm. all right, this might be a little inside baseball for people, but there is a lot of fees that go forward to get into uh, Tour California and medalist races. You know, you need to rent campers and more staff and everything like this. So, um, while talking to this rider, he he asked if we had the budget set aside for that, and said, "Of course, of course we do." And then he said, "Well, if I if we don't get into Tour California, is there a way that I can get some of that money?" <laughs> so, did you ever request that? No, I never did. That one, I was pretty, I was pretty uh, blown away with that. Like, I feel like he was the pioneer of that request. Like, he's kind of. Uh, like the, the Willie Mays or <laughs> of that. Right. Yeah. How about you, man? Do you race? What was that? Do you race? I do race. What, how old are you? What kind of level are you? Uh, 30, and I am a three here in Chicago, both road and cyclocross. Do you, do you, so. Have you ran into Mr. Vanderveld, or do you not see him at all? We don't see Mr. Vanderveld very often. We see his dad more often. What part of Chicago do you live in? Right in the city, so not like Christian, like where he's outside of the city, but because he's from Chicago, I'm actually in Chicago. Oh, I like it. I like it. Question. I thought you would. Have you, have you ate at this place called Molly's Cupcakes? Molly's? Molly's Cupcakes. Yeah. I have. Are you a cupcake fan? 
I'm not so much a cupcake fan as much as I am just a dessert fan. And one year, do you do you are you old enough to remember the race, the Four Bridges of Elgin? I am not, but I think we've recreated it a little bit down here. Really? In Elgin. Okay. Like probably use a lot, a, a lot of the race? same course. No, what it was was it was a. It was this under-23 UCI race that they just randomly started hosting, and they would fly teams from, like, Italy and Great Britain. and Yeah, so we'd go and do it. And one year, uh, Danny Pate and I went, got fairly – I think Danny won, and then um, we we got fairly inebriated in downtown Chicago, and I remember having a Molly's cupcake and just thinking it was amazing. Was like the highlight of the week? Yeah. Well, I mean, the prize money was pretty good. And, I mean, at that time, you know, we were young, so we thought we had a future and aspirations.
Chad. How's it going, buddy? Uh, good, man. How are you? I am good. Uh, what do you think of me now, dude? Like, I'm pretty successful, right? Pretty much, pretty much. Which is a lot more successful than the call five minutes ago when the stuff wasn't working. You know, Chad, we don't have to lift the veil for everybody. <laughs> like, it just, this could be a uh, thing between you and I, you know? Is. Well, there's a lot of things between you and I, so oh, that's, sexual that's, things. The, that's, the, that's the meat of the story, right? Is to let everybody into like the the inside jokes. Sure, sure. Maybe we should just ha- let's just have a conversation of nothing but inside jokes. Okay. <laughs> and, then, and then nobody will understand anything we're talking inside about. Inside jokes. Okay. Let's do this. Let's see. <laughs> Maybe this story will be completely bleeped out. So there was this time that Chad Hartley and I were, uh, we would find a place to rent in Silver City and we'd go train there for a while. And there was a time where my laptop was not working. (laughs) Uh, The the stars in Silver City are wonderful when you go walk at night for half an hour. I had lamented to the fact of Chad about my broken laptop and uh, what I might need it for. And Chad, <laughs> being the gentleman he is, <laughs> lent me his laptop and a couple suggestions on where to look and came back 20 minutes later and we pretended like it never happened. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there, there are interesting corners. I think they were like, you know, political sites. Uh, yeah, it was the first time something. I heard of HuffPo. And I was like, oh, this HuffPo seems really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's, uh, yeah. Think, you know, things like that happen. When you're with, when you're with people, when I'm with you for like 24 hours a day, yeah. In Silver City. Yeah. Uh, and you inevitably go, there's five roads, and you, you always ride together. Sure. But when you do a six-hour ride with your headphones in next to each other. It's a sign. It's, yeah, like it's, I need you, but I don't want you, but I need you here. And well, so, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I just, I need company. It really could be anybody. <laughs> I just, I'm tired of all your jokes and everything you say, so just stay close, but don't talk. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, I, you know, I'm afraid of actually getting killed out here, but I I need your help. Oh, (laughs) Silver City was like the friendliest place in the world most of the time. It was. Well, yeah, because you would get so lonely that you would like, you would talk to the bums. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I love the bums. (laughs) You were so, you were like... The bum that you wave to every day, like left, oh. like the week before I showed up, you're like, dude, just in time, because all my friends just left <laughs> So for those who don't know, there was this one guy who would panhandle every day in the same place in Silver City, and it kind of like, it kind of like irked me that he didn't change position. It was just like, well, it's, I mean, you're still homeless. It's not like it's this, obviously... Like I don't feel like Silver City is a great place to be homeless. No, but like in, in the in the spot, it wasn't like it wasn't the most like per, the busiest intersection in town. Like he wasn't in a spot where you would 
stop. Yeah, there wasn't a stoplight. So I would say, like, I, so I'd start passing them and be like, I don't know, man. And I would just say that to the point where I said it probably 10 days in a row and he started looking for me. <laughs> I wonder about that guy a lot. But you know what? Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm an older guy. I'm like more mature. I don't think I, I don't think I would do that anymore. You you would you wouldn't harass homeless people. I probably you are, you know not, when you say you're not it, about that. you know when you're you when you say it, it sounds mean. <laughs> uh, no, it's just you know it's uh you can look at it as like you know mean or negative or whatever. It's just it's human interaction. You giving, you actually paying attention to that guy and recognizing him as a human being is it's probably more contact than he gets during the rest of the day. Even if somebody nice gives him a dollar, so here you go. Like I don't think you're actually just. I don't think that we should be like, so. Hey, man, I don't think that on? I don't think that we should be so like proud of ourselves that we think being rude to a homeless guy is the highlight of his day. No, no well, yeah, no, it's you know. Most most people, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'll make up a number. Seven out of ten people just turn a blind eye to that guy and pretend he's invisible. Like he's your teammate that already that already got dropped from the stage very street sitting at the dinner table. Like you know he's there. You just don't look at him. <laughs> Jesus, that was crazy. If we went, that was. I feel like I'm sitting next to Confucius with a head injury. <laughs> <laughs> There, there, okay, so we were at uh, track camp at, in, in L.A., and, uh, and the rest of Crest was having their first team camp in, um, in Silver City. Like, we, we, we had been there, and then we went to the World Cup. That's and true, yes. Okay. And went. Yeah. And uh, there was the one day where, I don't know who, I, I think you were talking to, like, let's say it was Timmy or Ian, and... They told you, or they told somebody that they had motor paced out to Mogollon, like done like repeats on the climb, and then motor paced back. <laughs> and I remember because you know, Huff and Friedman and, I, and you and I, everybody had done the camp there, and, and we were just so mind blown that that was possible. Like, like we literally got up and went out for like a three-hour ride just because we we're like, what? No way. And then we found out like a week later that they went to the coffee shop. <laughs> really? I don't remember the coffee shop part of the story. I do remember somebody telling me that they motor paced back from the Mogion. And I did get my feelings hurt a little bit because I do like to feel like I'm the king of Silver City. Yeah. Yeah, because we were just like, there's no way. That's like 150 miles. And like, yeah. And then they just, they, yeah, they didn't even go out to Mogion. Like, they just... <laughs> They were just busting our balls. But we got you. Isn't you that just like Timmy Dugan? Isn't that just like Timmy Dugan taking the easy way out every time? Totally, Typical totally. Dugan move. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Not wanting to ride the front or go off solo or pedal hard. Just, what? <laughs> I think when Timmy retires, he's always going to be known for being a soft cunt. <laughs> just like in a in a... And a bitter mean one too. Just like yeah, not. I've never heard him say anything nice. (laughs) Not once. Or 
maybe every day. Yeah. Well, that's what worshiping Satan will do to you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's actually going to be offended. <laughs> I don't know. Like when you when when you're like around the guys and and you give them the ribbing, it's like you can you can kind of judge their their reaction. But as soon as like I know I won't see Jimmy for the next like year, and so I could just imagine him and Lauren like sitting in the living room like. Why do they have to say that? Why? Why? Oh man! It's like Sunday afternoon. They're just getting out of church. They're just like, oh, let's put on a little Creed podcast. Wait a minute, are they talking about me? I look. I say this with all honesty aside, Timmy. We're just joking. Yeah, we love you. You're, you're just the night. Like we can do it to Timmy because you know he actually won't get like mad at us. Is that right? Yeah, the maddest Timmy's ever been. <laughs> like insulting everything he stands for. Oh, guys, that was kind of funny. That's right. Oh, you know what the best part about this call-in show now is? I have all these assholes' phone numbers. I could just prank call <laughs> You're putting everybody's phone number. On a for rent sign in like Butte, Montana. Oh, you're on a fucking list. <laughs> uh, Harley, for those who don't know, what are you up to now? You're running the team, man. You and I, going from Silver City, hanging out. Now, what are we doing? We're both running teams. We're silly geese, the the two of us. Yeah, I'm still. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm more still trying to trying to race and do it. Um, but yeah. I mean, it, uh... So nobody's, like, put their hand on your shoulder and just, like, kind of, like, looked at you and, like, shook their head no? Like, <laughs> They did, but I have, like, probably so much ADD that I was, like, just looking the other direction and didn't notice them roll their eyes. And I haven't gotten to several hints throughout my career, like, hey, you should take a Do point. you want me to give you one right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean... Okay, I got them. I just ignored them. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Who's on the team this year so far that you can you can say? Um, the guys coming back. Uh, so Rosanna come back. Um, myself, uh, Rob White, who's kind of a you know Wisconsin gear grinder staple. Marco Aladia. Um, we'll have Dan Holloway, uh, Andrew Dahlheim. Colton Bear, who's the collegiate national crit champ, and then some of the other guys are kind of still in limbo, depending on how things pan out in the next couple of days with with other teams. But so far, it's yeah, it's quite extreme focus. I have a tip for you. You ready? <laughs> What's that? All right, write this name down. Okay. He's an Italian guy. Dan Daniel. Delucci, Deluca, Deluke, something like that. He needs a <laughs> Daniel team. Daniel Delucci. Yeah, yeah, Daniel, like, I don't know, Deluca. Daniel Deluca. He's uh need for team, fairly cheap. Still in arbitration. He's it's some just mix-up. It's no big deal, really. Uh, like some, some said. I think he okay. fucked up some paperwork. I'm not exactly sure. But okay. it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But pick him up, dude. He might be looking for a job, dog. Get you some UCI points. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, we don't. We don't really need any like UCI points. How is he at um, 
going around tight corners in the dark with big, angry, aggressive people that think they should be at the Tour de France. I guarantee that there's not any big, angry people in a bike race. <laughs> there are moderately sized, uh, you know, assholes with chips on their shoulder. But you, my you, my friend, have not been to like a New York City Criterium anytime recently, have you? There's a lot of 200 plus beefcakes that. Uh, well, now you got my attention. <laughs> but uh, yeah. It's always amazing to me. Uh, well, well, one there, you know, there's there's this, like there's these factions of Chris and uh, and stage races, and the premise that uh, like you're more apt to crash in a criterium. Sure. Well, uh, you know, as far as I can tell in my career, like you can fall in a road race and kill yourself just as easily. Like there's just. 200 knuckleheads at... at it seems like the weirdest form of bragging I've ever heard. <laughs> no, 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 it's not bragging at all. I'm just, I'm, I, it's something I wonder about. Right. Um, but that being said, all like the crazy, like literally guys grabbing your handlebars and throwing on, throwing you on the ground happens in crits. So I kind of see, but those are like the one-off crazy ass people. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I could see that. Hartley, let's play a game, my friend. Let's play a game. We'll play, play let's do the, let's pick a team here. I will go with, let's say, let's do Sky. All right, we're going to do Sky, and we are going to do Fuck, Marry, Murder. So we have Chris Froome. Garrett Thomas and Richie Port. Fuck Mary Murder. Go. I'm gonna I'm gonna go show your work too. Don't just say names and yeah. whatever. Yeah, show no, your work. Physical just purely physical appearance. I'm gonna go with oh, it's, uh, it's not even Mary. just that. It's everything. You could take in their personalities, but just you know Well I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, take I'm gonna place. I'm gonna marry dude, why am I marrying dudes? <laughs> you know what? It's why can't the, because, dude, it's the 90s. It's progressive. Let's go. Is it the 90s? Is it? I think we're a little past the 90s. Well, thanks for explaining my joke. Now, who are you going to have sex with, dog? <laughs> I would I would definitely go with... Uh, I would marry Garen Thomas. I would probably... Why why, 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 why marry Garen? Why, what, what's, what's behind that one? He's just better. He's just... He's, Oh, Richie you almost Ford said better looking. Short. You almost yeah, said better looking. He's better looking, and there he's not go. short. Like, I don't think he's better looking necessarily than Richie Port, but he's not short. So mm. you have, like, you know, the tall British, you know, like, Richie Port, Tasmanian, Aussie accent. That's nice. Sure. You know, I can see how people like that, but I think he's little. I don't you know. I think he's, like, then that Chris Room is just a whole heap of rib cage with sticks. And so you you know you just kill that guy, and then other people could. But he would look nice in a dress. Like if you could convince him to dress up a little bit, put a little bit of wig on. Oh my God, are you dating Claudia Schiffer? You know it it uh <laughs> it always you know like whether it was like Chadroff or or Danielson, it, it was. Or, Why'd you pick you those know, two guys? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
it's the the whole thing of like having an elephant's rib cage with like you know flamingo arms and legs is just uh, it's it's an odd look. Sure. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So you're marrying Garrett. Yeah. What you doing with what, what we got with the other two? Oh, I said uh, I said we'd, I'd hook up with Richie Port and I'd kill for him. Not bad, not bad. Now here's where I'm going. I'm going. I am going to marry Chris Froome for the money. Okay. I am going to have sex with Richie Port because I feel like if I can get him to gain a little bit more weight, he seems like he has the DNA to get a little little booty on him. And I like a little booty. So that'd be my boo. Richie's Richie's getting it.
That's Chris Cradle. Chris Cradle, my esteemed mechanic. How are you doing, my friend? I am awesome. How are you, my my friend? Good. Why why do you, why do you got me on speakerphone? Because I'm uh, on my computer and I'm calling you through that, and it doesn't have a microphone. Fuck. I really hope that this professionalism gets like. I hope your professionalism just jumps up another level, you know? Like, otherwise, might be coming in. Hold on one hold on one second, Chris. We got another call on the other line. Okay. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Brian Ellison. Brian, how's it going? Good, good. Is this Michael? Yeah, yeah. What can I do for you, buddy? Very cool. Hey, so... You know, last night I was listening to the uh, the, the Myerson podcast, and, uh, you know, you were talking about, like, you know, the stipend for the the young guys trying to come up and, uh, you know, to get food pretty much. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a young uh, Cat 1 cyclist trying to, you know, make it, and uh, I was just wondering if you maybe had some, like, recipes you could share with me that, uh, uh, you know, are easy on the, on the wallet and uh, much better tasting than, like, brown rice with black beans and tuna all mixed together recipes oh man it might be i, I always leaned really hard on a curry because you know you can it's fairly cheap <clears throat> so whenever yeah. we would go out to eat we'd always do you know you can go to thai food place get something fairly cheap but uh i would i'm my my personal palate always leans towards really heavy things so uh, I would always yeah, do yeah. like a lot of curry, um, put in, put it over some rice, put it over a chicken. You're good to go. What team are you riding yeah. for, man? Uh, I ride for Grand Performance right now. Okay, so that's like a Michigan team. Minnesota, yeah. Minnesota, I'm, sorry. I'm personally from Chicago, but uh, um, yeah, it's, it'll be my second year there, and uh, I guess I got my one upgrade. Uh, How old did you say you were, buddy? I'm 21. 21. How long have you been at this? Uh, I just finished, like, my third season. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, good luck, buddy. I'm going to take another call. Feel free to call back, all right? Great. Thank you, Michael. All right. Cheers. Hello. Who's this? Hey, this is, uh, this is Mike Better. Mike, Mike who? Uh, Better. B-E-T-T-E-R. Mike Better. You there? Yep. I'm a I'm a huge fan of the podcast. Oh, thanks, brother. I appreciate it. Appreciate it very much. You got a question? You got a comment? What you got? Uh, I just I just thought uh, the podcast with uh, Brad Huff was really funny. I I thought it was pretty cool. All the racing stories you guys talked about. Oh yeah, that Brad Huff. He's a he's a swell guy. You race yourself? Uh yeah, I'm a I'm a racing age 19 right now. You know, I'm just a cat forward. Yeah, for how long trying you been, to, how long you been doing trying it to for? Get pro. Uh, I've been I'm getting ready to enter my uh, seventh season. Whoa, seventh season. Yeah, so I've been racing since I was thirteen, fourteen. Where do you live? Uh, right now I'm in uh, Harrisonburg, Virginia. I attend uh, James Madison University. I'm a freshman. Whoa, that's crazy. You gonna race in college? Yeah. You still are you oh, too busy? Oh yeah.
with a cigarette in my mouth and a beer to my knees. Talking to girls like any bad boy would, touching titties in my mind and using real bad words. Red, red, red on the head, red on the head like a dick on a dog. Red, red, red on the head, red on the head like I'm. Just a pistol mama couldn't control Man, she used to try and love me But she don't anymore Now I'm diseased and dangerous But I feel just fine I'm a mean mother scratcher But I don't mind dying Red, red, red on the head Red on the head like a dick on a dog Red, red, red on the head Red on the head like a... And I'll be flying with the angels once I cash my check I'll be reincarnated, then I'll come on back Ready for the second coming world under attack By red, red, red on the head Red on the head like a dick on a dog Red, red, red on the head Red on the head like a... My demographic seems to be young kids in high school. In high school? Yeah. Well, I guess this last guy, uh, he called from James Madison, but uh, apparently young demographic. No ladies yet. Oh, well, um, let me retweet your open line tweet and see if I can help with that. Although I think most of my followers are all dudes also. Yeah, it's a pretty dude-heavy sport. Cradle, we could do this thing where... uh, you're like the co-host of this, and we can wait for other people to call in. That works. I'm just doing work right now, so... What work are you doing? You at the warehouse? No, I'm in uh, Joe's garage. The warehouse isn't quite ready yet and might not be for a little while. All right, so for those who don't know, Chris Cridle, he is going to be the mechanic for next year. I don't want to say my mechanic because I don't own him. He's not like a slave. You know, dude, He's, am I saving your show right now? What's that? Am I saving this show right now? Are you saving it, dude? You, you don't see, need you to save like, it. The show doesn't even exist yet. I could just bomb this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but so, but seriously, somebody, right. we need more people to call in. Now, what happened was, is I got like this flood of callers, and then I kind of like maybe pushed everybody aside too quick. Should have spent more time. Uh-huh.
Ladies and gentlemen, a brother from another mother, the host with the most, Derek Troy. Derek Troy, what's going on? Mike Creed, how are you? Yeah, good. Are you are you missing me? You see how I'm I'm moving on without you. Fast train, miss- the Creed train. You, if you I'm, step off for a second, brother, you're gonna get left behind. I'm missing you, man. But my aim is improving, and that that tactical nuclear strike will get called in one of these oh, days. Oh, that's a little bit of wordplay you're using on me, buddy. Don't can't yeah. fool me. Can't fool me. Well, you have to do it. Oh, just taking phone calls from random kids. Not a lot of females. <laughs> just a lot of. Uh, I I've had a couple thirty-year-olds, but I'm older than them. Hold on, Derek. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hello, Jeremy. This is Mike Smith, lawyer for VH1. Uh, I represent Behind the Music. Um, We have recently become aware that you own a program called Behind the Barriers. We're going to have to ask you to cease and desist your programming, rename your brand immediately. Otherwise, you face stiff penalties.
Chris Cridal, my faithful mechanic. How are you? 20 minutes on the dot. Look at that. Perfect. I had a nice conversation with Chad Hartley. Oh, really? Yeah. Chad and I go back a ways. Uh, like physically or mentally, emotionally? Tell emotionally, us. actually. I was, I was just going to say that, and then you beat me to it. I'm quick, dude. I'm you quick. And uh, you obviously know us both pretty well, so reading my mind, Michael. It's weird when uh, you get in these love triangles. Did you get that present I sent you? Um, no. Oh. What? Um, I I thought it was from Chad. Well, well, no, that was actually from me. Um. I hope Peter was nice to you. I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Chris. I thought we were joking. What, 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 what's this? Oh, no, nothing. I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Is this what the team car is going to be like? Just awkward? Um, I mean, we had a... Alberta was kind of awkward. You think it was awkward? I had a good time. Maybe there were a couple times where it was awkward. I mean, over the whole week it was good. I think. Sure. I think it was. I think it was fantastic. I think next year when you're working for another team and we see each other, we're totally gonna talk. Good. Good. I, I hate to have this friendship end so soon. Hold on. I gotta write something down. Ignore Is that it? Chris, from here on out, loser, scum. Underlined, underlined. This is, I think, the third time you've publicly fired me? Yeah, but this one, this time. You know what they say about the third time? Oh, I, I can only hope. Charm. You know. I mean, tw twice I'm behind the barriers, and once now. Yeah, but you behind know, the barriers doesn't count because nobody watches that. When the day comes where you actually do fire me, I'm probably not going to believe you. I, I kind of feel like that day is right now. <laughs> See, I'm not believing you. So This is going to be awkward. When... Hey, uh, Cradle, I lost my keys to the team fan. Can you send me yours? I'll totally send them back. <laughs> I have the van here with me. Yeah, I know, but I just need the keys for a day. Yeah, just Jamie needs it tomorrow morning, so sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, just give them to Jamie, and then um, we're totally going to get them back to you as soon as you can. Okay, good. All right, Cradle. Well, thanks for helping me host this shit show that I, uh, I feel randomly like I did a pretty threw. bad job. What's that? I feel like I did a pretty horrible job. Well, you should have listened to the rest of the callers. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, baby.